Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Glammere. Hi, I'm Dr. Tavis Amir, and you are joining me for Glammere. I am a cosmetic dermatologist here to uplift, inspire, educate, and talk about all things beauty from the skin to the soul. This is Glammere. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Glam Mirror, and I'm here today with this powerhouse, beautiful woman, Ariane Andrew, from WWE alum, professional wrestler, and all-around beautiful woman. Thank you for coming here today. Thank you for having me. Um, you're so interesting, and you're so um, remarkable and inspiring because of all the stuff you've done. Um, you came from where you were as a professional wrestler, or as a wrestler, to the WWE all by yourself. Can you tell me what that means? Yes. So initially, if there was a book written, which there isn't a book on how to you know, be successful or how to get into the WWE, I did it by the book. So I went to school. I went to Cal State Northridge. I got two degrees, mm-hmm. one in psychology and one in business marketing. And I was going to go get my master's. And at the time, I was working with autistic children. I knew I always wanted to do entertainment, but I was like, you know what, let me go ahead and get my education and make sure I have that in like my back pocket. All of a sudden, I graduated, about to start my master's, and then WWE just happened. So wait, were you always a fan? Like, were you like into wrestling? Were you like, did you watch it? Because I have, I know plenty of people who are huge fans. Was that you? Uh, Was it on your radar? No, that's the thing. My little brother would be in his room taking things like slamming it from his bunk bed. He was in love with Hulk Hogan. It was something I was never interested in. And that's kind of to fast forward why I always got what they call in wrestling heat uh-huh. and where fans hated me. Because because I, you didn't come from that I background. I didn't come from a background. Yeah. So they felt I was taking someone else's place who deserved it more, who was a fan. And they're like, why are and you here? Why do you, why really, do you get this opportunity? That's really interesting because I want to touch on that because that's kind of like you are you were bullied for that, I think. You were kind of taken... Um, to the point where people thought you didn't deserve to be there even though you worked so hard to get there. That is definitely true. But everyone's path is different and a lot of girls that are in it to this day, some of them didn't come from a wrestling background or never you know, inspired to be a wrestler. I think it's what you do once you're given the opportunity. Yeah. To, for me, I busted my butt. And even though I didn't grow up watching wrestling, you know, if you're handed an opportunity like that, most people wouldn't turn it down. They wouldn't be like, oh, no, thank you. I thought it would be something amazing. I've always loved sports. Yeah. I love giving back to the community and I love entertainment. So I was like, it's kind of like the best of both worlds all into one but thing. But when you say all of a sudden, can, that, nothing all, like, what does that mean? Like, you were just in school, you're getting uh, two degrees, and all of a sudden, explain that. Elaborate. So, at the time, I um, I don't want to say all of a sudden, I went for an audition. Yeah. And I didn't think anything of it. I got a second call back, a third call back, a now fourth Now the audition back. was for WWE. It was for WWE. Were you at that point wrestling? No. I, I sounds like WWE, that sounds exciting. Yeah. Not that I grew up watching it, gotcha. but I was like, you know what, let me go audition for this and see what happens. Mm-hmm. I did, and... 
there from you there, are. it's kind of without making a long story yeah. long. Then from I'm there, all it's about short story long. I love that. Because <laughs> for me, <laughs> girl, I would be that. like, so then first, uh-huh, what happened then, was this, and, and then, then you'd be hair. like, I'm all about that. Like, go, girl. go in. <laughs> I'm here. We got time. So, how did you come up with your name for your your wrestling name? Is that like something people do? You have to have an, an, yeah. an in ring name unless you came from. Like David Otunga, he did reality TV, right. so he kind of came in with his own name because he had already created a brand for himself. Right. It's not like he can all of a sudden call himself something different. Exactly. Right? So for me, I was thinking like, what I like guy names for girls, uh-huh. and I don't know why Cameron. That was one of the names yeah. on the list, and that's the one they chose. And initially, it was Cameron Lynn, uh-huh. but then they removed the Lynn once I got moved up to the main roster. Yeah. Well, you kind of like a one name kind of woman you know like just madonna cameron but some people who have like last names like my ex tag team partner had naomi knight and i love that and they took it from knight to naomi and i think the knight made it kind of unique and cool and badass was that her real last name no okay it's kind of cool that you can create your own name like did you just give them a list of names that you liked and they choose the one that they like really or sometimes they'll be like this is the name that we so they really made a character like uh, like it made it like not that they changed you but they you became Cameron. Exactly. And then what happened after that? So after that, I packed up all my stuff, mm-hmm. took a chance, because just because you sign a contract and you go to developmental does not mean you'll make it to the main roster. Oh, trust me. I know. Yeah, so it's like <laughs> you take... with life. It doesn't mean anything. Exactly. All it means is that you sign a piece of paper. Exactly. Yeah. So I did that. And literally three months later, I got a phone call saying I was going to go to the main roster. And I'm thinking... Were you training that whole time? I was, but that was that's no training. Three months yeah. is nothing when people spend years. Mm-hmm. I was very grateful, but I was thinking like, what am I going to do? They were first like, you're going to dance. And I was like, okay. They were like, you're going to announce or you're going to wrestle. And I was just thinking, oh my God, it could have been any of those I am going to poop my pants. Like, yeah. <laughs> like well, legit, because I'm fake it till you make it. I end up. Why do you think they picked you after three months? Because like you said, people are in it for years. Why do you think they picked you? There's everything is timing. Uh-huh. And at the time, there is this character named Brodus and he was from Planet Funk and with dinosaurs and very kid friendly. Mm-hmm. They wanted two girls next to him that could dance, and like get the crowd going and mm-hmm. that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And my ex tag team partner was a dancer originally before wrestling. So she came from Magic Orlando. We had like such great chemistry down in developmental. We would do skits to d- together and promos. And they had asked her like, well, if you could choose someone, mm-hmm. who would you choose? So I think that took in Gotcha. To consideration about chemistry. So you were in the right time. Just right timing. Right timing. You know, which that's is great. Timing is everything. So you didn't know if you'd be dancing or announcing or wrestling because those three are completely opposite of each other. Yes. It's like, we don't know if you're going to be, you know, a doctor, a lawyer, or an engineer. Like, so how did they finally tell you you're going to wrestle? Um, so, goodness. Well, they first told me I was going to announce mm-hmm. initially. They kept going back and forth. I'm, I have no training with announcing, right. so I was like... And you have training with wrestling at that point? No. No, okay. I'm three months. Right. But what is three months? Nothing. That's, I had maybe three matches at yeah. that time, yeah. so the experience, that's how you learn. Right. You know, the more you do things, the better you get. And um, so, yeah, we decide, they decided to put me in with Naomi and Brodus to do the whole Funkadactyl and mm-hmm. Funkasaurus and from Planet Funk, and then after that, we just started kind of... A, branching off and then doing wrestling we became a tag team so like you talked right when we started that you got a lot of heat for not being from the wrestling background did it start right away 
Oh, yes. Yeah. I initially did their reality show called Tough Enough. Okay. And I was asked by Stone Cold Steve Austin what my favorite match was. I said Melina versus Alicia Fox. And it literally went viral. And everyone was like, how? Why? Because Because it's out of all the matches that there have been from Lifetime. In Lifetime, they're like, that's the match you chose. Like you could have said, you know, Andre the Giant versus Hulk Hogan. Exactly. You should have said that. <laughs> no, but it's but they were so mad about that. But at the time, that's what I was interested in was the women yeah. and that that current times. Yeah, and well, I mean, you said it was true, but the funny thing is, you're going into this die hard. Like I have a friend; she is four foot eleven, and she is the biggest, like a full grown adult woman who is the biggest wrestling fan. And I could imagine even her getting mad about something like that. And she's so mild mannered because the fans are hardcore. Very, very loyal. So they got mad about that. They got very mad. And from there automatically in how I got a contract, uh-huh. I was the first eliminated from Tough Enough, but the last one standing. Yeah. And so And then what about the girls you were wrestling with? Like a lot of them came from wrestling backgrounds. Not all. There's, I mean, there's a few for the most part. A lot of the girls got in from modeling or right? something of that nature. So it's always so weird when I would get the most. Yeah. I, th- I think it's because I have a very outspoken personality yeah. and I know what it is that I want. And I also don't like to be fake. So that can be taken as, oh, you think you're too good yeah. or so. Well, people have an opinion, especially if you're exactly. confident about what you have to say. Because I know with the men, at least what I understand, I could be completely wrong. Like they kind of wrestle like they wrestle. Like most, for the most part, they were wrestlers. And not then, a lot of them. No, a lot of them are, I not mean, even back in the day, like, like with the, like the, the Rock Macho Man. The Rock stuff. came from football, you oh. know? So it just depends on how the machine's behind you, yeah. how you're represented. And the thing is, I'm, I was never a fan favorite. And I was kind of the girl who didn't really have the push from the company mm-hmm. to really succeed. Yeah. So it's like, when and you that's frustrating. It's very frustrating. Because they give you the main roster, but then they don't give you the support behind it. Exactly. And then you were on Total Divas. I did that. I did. I loved watching you on that. It was it was very fun to watch because I thought when the show first came out, I thought it was going to be, oh God, another reality show of screaming women and their wrestlers. But it was not, you know, like <laughs> I really girl. did. No. Tell me how you I, really feel. I was like, they're going to be like, like housewives that can wrestle. That's what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I actually... I did, because you know reality TV, but yes. I was absolutely humbled and mistakenly wrong. It was nothing like that. No, but, it's not. I I was definitely excited when the opportunity presented itself because uh-huh. Vince chose the other original cast. He handpicked everyone. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a time since Naomi and I was a tag team and she was like the leader of our group because she can kick some butt in the ring. She's yeah. very athletic and yeah. I was the mouthpiece. Yeah. So I was like, they just clumped us together as just two people. So yeah. I was like, this is a time where I people can see who Ariane is. Mm-hmm. But I still feel like people saw maybe 5% of who yeah, I was on because, the show. Because how much do you film versus how much gets on air versus exactly. the storyline that they're trying to create versus what's really, you know. But, um, you know, the thing is, um, I thought it ended up being really a cool pro woman show like you guys were these badasses in the ring and you had real other outside issues like whether it's your marriage or dating or your family and the training it was like it was as it was watching multitasking modern women trying to you know do battle in the world and and you guys for the most part there wasn't a like a lot of cattiness between you guys there was some there was some and it there di- has to be it's but it wasn't difficult like, because there's a few spots and everyone's trying to you know crawl for that one spot so it you know everyone's kind of indirect competition mm-hmm. and it's hard because you know for a lot of 
for a lot of people, it's very hard to allow other people to succeed. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's room in this world for everyone. Someone brings, you know, a different, everyone's different on how they look and mannerisms and characteristics. I feel like there's so much room in this world mm-hmm. for everyone, but it's very hard a lot of times for people to see that. If it's yeah. not about them, then yeah. it's kind of hard. You Plus know. you're in that bubble, so it's, it's easy to be yes. competitive with each other. Exactly. What was your memorable match for you? Like, like of all the stuff that you've done, what was the most, I, I, when I say memorable, maybe it was a bad memory, maybe it was a challenge, but what was the thing that like that was like, I, I'm never going to forget that? I have a few. So obviously doing WrestleMania is amazing because that's our Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And I had an opportunity to do WrestleMania and my top broke. Oh yeah, I kind of remember this. Yes, my top <laughs> split and I was literally like, okay, I'm going to show yeah. my my goodies up here to yeah. the whole entire world. Right. I don't know how I was able to hold it and still do moves. I was doing suplexes. I was hitting moves. Like, I was like, how am I doing this? And at one point, I knew I was going to have to get in this one girl's move where it, um, I have to put like my arms behind the ropes and she grabs my legs. I'm thinking my top is just going to fall off. Yeah. I don't know how, but that's a memory that was a bittersweet. Yeah. I was happy Were to do that. the going crazy while that was happening? The thing Did is, anyone there was, else know there was, was so much going on that a lot of people didn't see it, but you know, wrestling fans who are watching, they were able to get like pictures of like the back of it snapping and stuff like okay, that. Okay, so it was there was another um, another girl who whose entire shorts came off. Like somebody, Rosa. yes, yes, that was awful. <laughs> yes. That was like everything was out there. Her whole like yes. her OBGYN exam was all it out was there for the world <laughs> to see. No legit. I felt so bad. Like she was get crying, crying, crawling up into the ring and somebody grabbed her shorts. Grabbed and was her like shorts all and out there. Just, yes. Like you passed. It's good. Yes. Um, that was really embarrassing. That was definitely embarrassing. Um, and stuff like that when that happens that's just like that doesn't even happen with the guys. I don't know. It's like. No the guys don't and they have these little short shorts on. Yeah. I don't know how. And, and nothing. I don't know. So that's definitely um, very uh, challenging, but that happened during WrestleMania three. No, 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 that was no, that was goodness. What WrestleMania was that? Oh, it's a blur. What did I say three four? I yeah, meant I'm WrestleMania like, period. I'm like girl three. That I don't is know why back I said three because we're like on like ninety. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> WrestleMania three. <laughs> um, the um, best one I would say would be when I had the um, Divas Championship match with yeah. AJ. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the best match, but to have the opportunity to compete for the title was amazing. Even yeah, though I was going to lose, that is cool. Do you know ahead of time? That sometimes yes, uh-huh. but there's been times where I'm literally finding out about a match and it's how do we make this work? Yeah, you're live on TV and something goes wrong. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's gonna happen. There's been lots of times where I found out last minute. Okay, my first match mm-hmm. actually with her, I found out the day of. Mm-hmm. I couldn't find her where she was. I'm like to go over things. I'm thinking like, this is my first time in the ring on live TV. This is horrible. Yeah. And it was one of those matches. It wasn't the worst, but it wasn't it wasn't the best. Yeah. Well, so the bullying that you experienced from it, like, um, you know, you're an alum now of all of that. And like you're looking back on it. Like, do you, you feel like it was worth it for you? Like, was it a great thing for you? A good experience? Like, what did you learn from it? Of course, because I feel like if you don't go through certain things in your life, you can't grow and mature yeah. as a person. Yeah. And I'm actually so happy because people say all the time, if you can make it in WWE, you can make it anywhere. We're gone 300 days out the year. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of wear and tear on the body. There's no off season. It's not like the NFL or the NBA where you get 
eight seasons off. It's I you didn't go, realize that. Like go, all go. year long. So all you go long. on tour wrestling and, and that sort of thing from city to city? All year. For all th- year. About 300 days a year. Wow. So it's a lot. And then when filming the show at the time, I would come home and the day or two I'm home, I would have to film. So it was a lot, but I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I wouldn't have gone through certain experiences or if I wouldn't have gotten thrown under the bus or if bad things wouldn't have yeah. happened, maybe I wouldn't be where I'm at today and be strong-willed and now know how to deal with things when things come my way. Right. So I'm very blessed to have had the opportunity. Is it, do I agree with how things were done or? What do you mean how things were done? Just, I feel like I had so much to still offer with WWE and there was so much I could give and it's kind of like I was held back and they never really gave me that opportunity to shine. And it's unfortunate because when initially when you walk in, they already know who their star players are. They already know we're going to make this person a star. And Mm -hmm. it's unfortunate because I even look at my tag team, my ex tag team partner, Naomi, she's so athletic. She's so great. And she still hasn't held the championship Mm -hmm. or the women's championship now. So it's kind of like, what is it? What is she? What is she missing? Yeah. So it's, it's unfortunate. And there's other people, you know, who maybe haven't been in as long, but you know, everyone's journey is different and you can't compare. You just have to kind of take what you have and build the empire based on what you're given with. Right. I mean, the, the thing is, I'm listening to what you're saying and I'm kind of like, it's got to be frustrating to walk into, a, you know, a situation in life, not just in your situation, but like say you wanted a position anywhere in life, but then to be, to know almost that you're not going to be ever considered for that because they've made up their minds in terms of who this person is going to be and who's that going to be. Like in corporate America, if you want to climb up the ladder, most likely you can. Because if you bust your butt. Yeah. And the thing is not to, you know, I'm very blessed to have had WWE and I would never, whatever we had, I would never burn bridges or anything like that. But it is difficult because sometimes I look back at things and I was like, I had so much to give. And if you guys would have just allowed that, Mm -hmm. it would have been amazing. But Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, I'm very grateful for the opportunities they they were given to me. And I'm taking that now and pushing forward and I want to be that person to kind of break barriers because already being a woman in WWE is difficult and if I say this being an African American woman that makes things even more Mm -hmm. a little bit more difficult. It does. And there's things like that you can't change. I can't change my height. I can't change the color of my skin. I can't. There's certain characteristics that you are who you are. You have to embrace it and kind of keep pushing. About leaving it, like leaving all that behind, was that sad for you? Like, you know, these are friends that you've made and this is a career that you've made. Oh, I don't you, know, but I'm just oh, kidding. Well, <laughs> in the moment, you were friends at one point. But you know what I mean? Was that sad for you to like leave it? Like, how did that feel? Was it disappointing for you? Were you ready? Like, how did that feel? Yes and no, because I'm a person, I don't like to just sit and collect a paycheck to me. Mm-hmm. Of course, is money great? Yes, do we want money? Yes, yeah. it's amazing. I would love to have my mansion the whole nine. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I like to be happy with what I'm doing and mm-hmm. I like to be an asset and I like to contribute. I know what I can bring to the table. I know what my pros, I know what my cons are. And with that being said, with where I was at at the time and even doing something you know, courageous by leaving the main roster and going back down to developmental to train and kind of almost giving up my job and being like, you know what, hey, I'd rather go back because I didn't get the training, Yeah, you know, put all my eggs in this basket, go to go to um, Florida, do all this training to say I did everything I possibly could and leave happy. Yeah. So for me, I felt like I did everything I possibly yeah. could by going back, giving up my spot and doing all that. And so was it sad? Yes, because I was a little frustrated because I'm like, there was still so much I wanted to accomplish. But yeah. at the same time, I can walk away knowing I did everything. And now that was a chapter of my life that I enjoyed. And now I'm going to move on to the next chapters. Right. And sometimes when you're in a situation where you feel like you were not given, not given, but you weren't able to do everything you wanted, that at least for the most part allows you to do that 
um, in another way, you know? Of course. What's happening next for you? So um, before I get into what's next, like, I do want you to touch on the bullying part of it because, you know, when people are coming at you and on Twitter, Twitter is people who are on reality TV shows don't understand how nasty the Twitterverse can be. It's yeah. just a fact. Um, how was that for you and how did you deal with that? Well, for me, the bullying, I mean, that's something you kind of sign. Unfortunately, that's what you sign up for when you have. So you had a thick skin. I had a thick that, skin. Yeah. So the bullying for me was. So more you're not s- Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a little politics. Ooh. That's when, that's no, when that's things just, get that's real. Politics. That's a joke. But no, no. No, 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 I get what you're saying. Um, you're not tweeting back at three o'clock in the morning to your haters, you know. Oh, gosh. Let's not even talk about this election, girl. No, we don't have to. It'll be, soon. It'll be over soon. It'll be over soon. It'll be over soon. For me, it's things that I've dealt with in the past that mm-hmm. I won't, you know, there's things I won't get into. But as far as Twitter and Instagram, I would get some crazy stuff. I don't even know if it's appropriate to even speak of some of the things I would get, but it would be pretty nasty. It gets personal. It gets, it gets intense, especially with wrestling fans because they are so loyal. Yeah. That's one thing about them. They're loyal and they rock with you. They rock with you. But if they do not like you, yeah. oh, sweet yeah. baby Jesus. Yeah. Game over, right? <laughs> but I mean, regardless, I love them because with their constructive criticism, it's made me who I am today. Have you ever had anybody in person be nasty to you? Yes. Okay. Because I find a lot of people will write it down, but if they see you, they'll be like, oh, Oh my God, that is only yeah. one, and it wasn't it wasn't that bad. I remember there was a autograph signing. He waited in line for two hours just to come up to me to ask me about my match, my favorite match, and I, I and we were going back and forth. I'm like, well, do you want to take a picture? He was like, no, and just walked up. He literally just came up to me and waited in line to criticize me, but not nothing mean, just to criticize me about what yeah. I said my favorite match was. So I was like, you really waited in line for? Well, thank you because that means well, I really. Listening. I mean, that means thank you because. I feel like even if people if people aren't talking about you, let's be honest, you're not doing something right. Yeah. Because people are always upset at people's success. Yeah. Well, trust and believe. I watch a lot of people on TV, and there's nobody on TV I would stand two hours in line for. <laughs> <laughs> to, to tell them not about Not one themselves. person, even if I love them, I wouldn't stand two hours in line. I would be like, where's Burger King? Or, <laughs> right. I, gotta, I need a Coke. I need I need a soda. I would not stand two hours in line. That's not me. But that's that. I feel like when I hear that, it's like there's a very thin line between love and hate there. That was like that's intense yeah but, but I feel like those are the people the people who are usually and don't get me wrong I mean there are some people who you probably would want to like you know slap a little bit and put them in their place because they've gotten a little out of control they don't do that in person they'll come up to you be like oh my god it's a selfie no no no, no. Yeah. I don't mean fans oh. I mean like oh, oh, people gotcha. in the yeah, industry yeah, yeah, that yeah. you would that's like, different. But yeah. at the same time, it's like the most people who are hating or mm-hmm. saying bad things, it's like you're taking time out of your day mm-hmm. to go on someone's Instagram. So that means they're doing something right. Yeah. Because for me, even if I didn't like someone, I'm not going to go take the time out of my day right. to go tell them about themselves. Like I have my own stuff I have to worry about. Well, I do these little segments on, um, on celebrity plastic surgery and I'm never mean. I'm always just like, you know, this is what it is. And I do it because I, don't, I want girls out there who feel insecure about themselves to understand some of these beautiful, gorgeous young models have had a little help along the way. Of course. So I don't make fun of them. I just, that's not for me. Um, but the amount of people that have sent directly insulted me and my appearance because I happen to be giving that advice out. It's like, you, you remember, I'm also a doctor talking about it as a medical professional. Exactly. But that's not, that doesn't matter. And I remember I read some of these comments and I actually, I'm not kidding, I laugh because I don't understand what you get out of this defending a celebrity who you're never going to meet 
uh, by attacking the person that's telling you about them. It's yeah. bizarre to me. It's another level of unhappiness that I think is going on. Can we talk about that? Yeah, really fast. The plastic surgery. It's oh that. No, no. <laughs> I thought you want to talk about unhappiness. No, no, no. It's because what it is. Yeah. Oh, it is intense because you look at a lot of. I always see the memes in um, Instagram versus yeah. reality, and I do feel because there was a segment on Total Divas where. Um, I thought about getting my, my boobs done mm-hmm. and I don't criticize anyone who, if you're doing it because you want to do it and it yeah. makes you happy, it's do a mental, it. It's a mental yeah, behind do it. it. But don't do it because you feel the society has made you want to do that or change something about yourself. Well, the reason that teens are getting stuff done now, you know, is, is absolutely because of social media. Yes. They're getting it done because they're scrolling on all these photos and they're seeing these perfect girls with these, you know, in their in their minds, perfect nose, perfect legs. And nowadays you can Photoshop your Anything. real self yes. um, by going to get a procedure done. And a lot of times it's um it's 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 all based on insecurity. When you're sixteen years old, let's develop you and your confidence. Exactly. Know who you are. If you decide you want to get your boobs done in your 30s or in your 20s or whatever, you already know you're doing it for you. But you're not at 16. That's so true. Because, I mean, not to toot my own horn, I hope this doesn't come off horrible. But I feel like with me, I've got I look better with age. Mm -hmm. I feel like I look a lot better than what I did years ago. I even look back at myself. I was like, ooh, Mm -hmm. I was going through some things. Now I'm like, yes, that's good. I learned no, contouring. Like, it changed my life. Maybe. You know, that too. But I just look back and it's like, I'm so happy that I've never, you know, did do. Now that I, that was one thing I was really insecure about was my boobs. And I was like, oh my God, I want to get that done. Yeah. Now I feel like I'm comfortable in the skin I am in. And yeah. half the time I don't even wear a bra now because I'm like, yes, and rock these little itty bitty. I nuggets. like the small, but you know, like I, I, I'm with around a lot of big busty girls and they're all, you know, I'm like, I'm always the smallest one around. And I'm like, it doesn't seem to bother me. And I don't know why. I just like the way clothes fit on my body shape. Yeah. You know, but, um, you know, you also did a lot for anti-bullying, too. Yes. Right. So I did the um, wrong number, which I released a song about anti-bullying and the proceeds went to um, Stop Bullying Now. Stop bullying now dot org. Mm-hmm. to make sure I get that right. Um, and that was just something for me because I am a role model. And I one of the reasons kind of why Total Divas and I split ways is because there's a way I would like to present myself. Mm-hmm. I'm okay because I'm turned up on a 10 normally, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I have, you know, I have color, I have diversity. It's like I have degrees. It's like I have these things. I'm not just some loudmouth person who's, you know, ignorant. So it's right. like I like to show different sides of me. I'm not perfect. And for the anti-bullying campaign, it's pretty much the message is like, love the skin you're in. Don't ever let anyone tell you no. Yeah. I've been told no so many times. All the time. Don't ever let you. If you have a dream, you have a goal. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Mm-hmm. And when you're resent, when you're resilient, hungry, and ambitious, the sky literally has no limits. When you want to do it, they say you can't do it. And then after you've done it, they're like, "Oh my God, how'd you do that?" Like, exactly. Have a seat. Just even with WWE <laughs> and me being eliminated, being the first one off of Tough Enough, yeah. no one would have ever thought I would have gotten as far. And out of, I mean, now I'm the last one to go from that season. Mm-hmm. But I was the literally the last one standing when the guy who even won the contract, he was released. I was on the main roster mm-hmm. already. So that just is from me being resilient and. Ultimately, that's probably why we end up parting ways because I do know what I want and I'm not just going to close my mouth and collect my paycheck. I know where I stand and I know how I value myself. It's one of those things that's a pro and a con for me. For some people, it bothers them because I am very outspoken. But if you know what you want in life and it's if you go around, if you do it the right way and you present it right and say it right, Mm -hmm. I feel like it's okay. Are you standing up for yourself? Exactly. Yeah. And if you don't love yourself or you don't stand up for yourself, speaking of loving yourself, how um, it was one of the things I told you I was going to ask you. um, What advice would you give to your younger self? 
to my younger self. And you mean if that was me when I was... If you were going through it in that moment, you know, now you know what you know. And if you could go back and tell yourself how to have reacted or behaved in that moment. I, you know, that, that's a difficult question. But now looking at things, everything... I believe personally happens for a reason Mm -hmm. and you have to go through obstacles and you have to go through trials and tribulations because if you don't go through those things when things do when they are presented how do you handle yourself Mm -hmm. and I'm so happy I've had to go through hurdles and that certain things weren't just handed I had to bust my butt Mm -hmm. and keep fighting and build character yes and and even now like I'm trying to still break down walls and because technically speaking even from WWE the person who's been the most successful is The Rock you know Mm -hmm. the twins they're doing amazing they yeah, have doing well. They have their show and they're breaking barriers. So it's like I want to continue to keep doing that. And not to make it about a race car, but African American women, you know, there's um there's never even now, like they now have a uh well, she's half white and half black, a woman's champion. And mm-hmm. before that there'd only been one. So it's trying to just keep breaking down yeah. those barriers and show that it doesn't matter who you are when you want something you keep pushing just right now like what I'm keep pushing and just because WWE has stopped people expect to be like oh well then you're just done after that well, but what are me, what is next for you so now currently I'm a host of a new show I can't say say much um, when does it start um, I started filming it about two, about a month ago. Uh-huh. So I'm definitely excited for that. I mean, I have more will things. Will we be able to watch it on network TV? Yes, okay. you will be. Is it a major cable network? Maybe. Okay. Is it start with an N? <laughs> Girl, don't, don't, be trying to, <laughs> don't be trying to get the T over here now. So, don't be trying to pull that's things amazing. from me. So you, you definitely, you got, a, you started filming, you're going to be a host and we're going to see you out, out back on there again. Exactly. But that to me, I'm a Jill of all trades, so mm-hmm. I like to, Ultimately, I, just, I know it's L.A., and before WWE started, I've always loved acting, and that's mm-hmm. always what I wanted to do initially. Yeah. And when WWE presented itself, I was like, wow, that's amazing. It's like entertainment, it's sports, it's yeah. the whole nine. And I'm still pushing for that, and I'm going out on auditions. I recently just booked a national commercial with Tim Tebow. Amazing. Yeah. And things are just happening. They say yeah. one door closes, another one opens. Mm-hmm. So I'm literally... I'm getting back you're into the music. doors everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. So so now you're doing you, and you're going to do you the way you want exactly. to be. And you're going to present yourself the way you want. Yes. In case everybody doesn't know how to find you on social media, do you mind telling everyone your social media handles? Yes, girl. So everything is Ariane Andrew across the board. So Periscope, Instagram, Twitter. What am I missing? Snapchat, the whole nine. YouTube, it's Ariane Andrew. Awesome. Yes. I mean, it's just such a pleasure to seeing somebody who's worked so hard and continues to work hard, even though um, there's been so many obstacles along the way. So, yeah. yeah, I think that's a great thing for people listening to understand. Just don't stop. Don't stop. And everyone, I even sometimes catch myself um, comparing my life to other people. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that no. because you can't compare your success. It's the best way to be miserable. Yes, that is. It's you have to. Everyone's journey is different. Yeah. And even if you may think like, well, damn, I've been doing this for this amount of time. And this person just got you don't know what obstacles or things that they went through, even yeah. though it may seem easy, like they just got, you know, mm-hmm. you don't know how the work that they've been putting in. So I always try to tell myself and tell other people everyone's journey is different yeah you know so don't compare yourself to other people or looking like I wish I had that mm-hmm. if you just keep working on you and doing you it will come because timing yeah. is everything do you don't worry yes. about what everybody else is doing live you your know? best life do you and it's I feel like it's what the energy you put into the universe if you're negative yeah I feel like you're gonna oh get negative God. things Forget if you're a positive Absolutely. person 
You're going to get positive things. Oh, my things. God. Any, any one of us can tell you we know somebody who's negative who always oh, gosh, seems like yes. bad things are happening. Yes. They're always in the middle of like, and you look at them like, huh, maybe it's not everybody else. Maybe you know? it's you. Maybe, it's maybe you. if you change things yeah. around a little bit, you yeah. may start seeing things get a little bit better. Absolutely. Well, it looks like you've done that and you continue to do that. And I wish you like so much, you know, success and amazing things coming. I can't wait to, you know, see what happens next with you. Yes. Thank you, girl. And thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.